get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. I know that we're all people just sitting here uh, looking at um, Nick eat a banana uh, <laughs> right now. I can't even focus. That on. looks like he's a tasty just, banana. He's the Burger King here in Troy has been uh, advertising for managers for a while, so we'll go through there next week. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues had made the playoffs 25 straight seasons before Eric Brewer arrived. After Brewer donned the note, the Blues missed the playoffs every season that Brewer was a Blue, except for one. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 1 of Let's Go Blues Radio. My name is Kurt Price, and I'm here with my co-host for the evening, Jeff Ponder. We are both live on Wednesday, June 21st, 2017. This is franchise episode number 104 all time, and we are at the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill in uh, Maryland Heights, Missouri, which is our first ever remote broadcast, which is, I think, going off without a hitch here. Yeah, I, I, this is the best show so far. <laughs> and we're just 30 seconds in. Yeah, this is great. It's great. Fantastic. Um, so uh, if you're in the area, feel free to come down here, have a beer, and uh, hang out with us and watch the end of the award show. And the uh, the entry draft that the uh, uh, NHL has going on. Uh, yeah, if, if you are in the area, uh, that's Maryland Heights, um, close to Bridgeton, right? We're pretty close to Bridgeton. You're the Missouri guy. Yeah, you're right. I, <laughs> I should know that. I used to live out here too. I'm the Illinois guy. Yeah. Uh, it is at 3133 North Lindbergh Boulevard. Actually, St. Anne is the technical address, but I know we're right on the border of Maryland okay. Heights. Well, so if you're in the area, stop on by. Maryland Heights is a technical address because that's that's the address on the website and that's true. Book, but on Google, it says Saint Anne. Oh, but is that is that right or wrong? Is it Saint Anne or Maryland Heights? Saint Anne mailing address, but we are in Maryland Heights city limits. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. There's your answer. That's Tom directly from the owner's mouth. Yes. <laughs> Glad you didn't say horse. <laughs> no, why? I could have. That's not an insult. All right. Uh, if you want to uh, send us a tweet, go ahead and tweet us at, at LGB Radio, and we'll read them on the show. If you want to join us on the air, go to letsgoblues.com slash radio and click on the button to join the show. It is live as we speak. So, um, yeah, if you guys uh, want to go to letsgoblues.com and check out the shop, we have some T-shirts for sale in the shop as well. So you can check that out. $16 for a T-shirt, you can't beat that. For professionally designed T-shirts, you cannot Professionally designed, and uh, do you have any David Perron T-shirts no, by chance? No, but I should make one. Oh, like, yeah, some like Sayonara Perron. Sayonara, what does that mean? What happened? Um, I'm giving away clues. We'll, we'll know. We'll, we'll if you were on social media, we'll a bit, won't we? if you were on social media <laughs> at all today, you knew that Perron has been selected by the uh, right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, the, that was the worst kept secret in the NHL. The, we're going to reveal your picks at the NHL Award Show <laughs> by two o'clock. We pretty much knew every player going. What about the VGKs? Yeah, right. Which is hard to say, and I hate saying. Yep. Uh, the uh, the official beers of episode 104. <laughs> Jeff, what do well, you got? Well, actually, uh, Kurt and I are sharing the same, not sharing a beer, 
I guess we could be sharing the same beer if we want. We are not sharing the same beer. That would be disgusting. Uh, we are uh, right here at the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. One of the great beers they have is the Blue Moon Belgian White. So, uh, yeah, I know that uh, probably everyone listening to the show has at least tried a Blue Moon. So Who hasn't? Yeah. I have and, a, uh, we have no bill to, to come up with something else crazy. Yeah, I know. I, I, I have a Blue Moon as well. Do you know why they call it Blue Moon? Why is that? Do you know why they call it, Tom? Blue I Moon? do not. Because it was introduced, uh, supposed to be a limited release yearly. So every once in a blue moon, it'll be released. Oh, pretty clever. Yeah. So now you know. I'm wondering why you didn't try a big wall. I was going to. I was going to. We're down and... to our last 12. Are you really? Yes. Well, then my next one may be a big wall. I'm almost done with this blue moon. I may have to have a big wall. Yeah, I've uh, done the, blue, the, the big wall pretty good. I haven't okay. had one yet. I keep yeah, passing it up. You need to get one. Go I know, here. I know, I know. I always. Where a better place to have a big wall than at the Blue Note Sports Bar? I know. I was thinking the exact same thing when I ordered yeah. my beer. I'm like, I like, I enjoy Blue Moon, so you know, okay, whatever. Don't criticize. Don't judge. That's what we do here. There's no judging on this show. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we're gonna have trivia here in a second, and what we're gonna do with trivia is this is this this week's a little different. We're gonna do Tom Brennicky, the owner of. The Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill is going to compete against a customer at his establishment, and uh, we'll see who who fares better. Tom has already said he's not very good at trivia, <laughs> but it's multiple choice. So, <laughs> first of all, Tom, this this is the first time you've been on the show, correct? Yes. And you've been a sponsor for a year and a half. Yeah, Tom. Has it been? Yeah, yeah. Tom, yes. Tom is yeah. A couple folks have won uh, mugs, uh, and they have certificates to come and redeem them. Uh, but uh, we usually give away a, a Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill laser engraved beer mug or root beer mug if yeah. you're anti uh, the, uh, non-alcoholic. Yes, exactly. Right, exactly. Or a root beer float mug, which works just fine. So uh, uh, Tom has been a gracious uh, sponsor of that uh, segment of our show. And we have uh, we have some competitors against Tom over at the bar. They're currently getting more drinks. They which, are. You know, good for them. It should be. It can only help things. What else do you do at bars <laughs> right, besides exactly. host a podcast? <laughs> and I have some questions here that we're gonna some good ones. This is, this is a good set of questions. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Uh, and if Tom's not good at trivia, this this should be a fun one. <laughs> I will not participate this time because I believe I know the answers to these. You think? All right. The, you you may or you may not. So just, you should write down your answers or just mentally honor I'll system. Honor system. Honor system. I don't trust you. I do not trust you. Maybe I could potentially bribe you and <laughs> make myself look smarter than I am. There are no uh, there are no bribes. I no think bribes. I should be bought. <laughs> you have a pen, don't you? Yes, I do. I need a pen. I do need a pen. Oh, well, now I can't write my hand. <laughs> you deaf. <laughs> I'll draw it in blood. <laughs> wow, you guys get serious. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the uh, first ever Blues podcast. For those that forgot that fact. Yes. So we, we, we do take it seriously. We do. We, do. we are the original. Yep. The original. Right. Blues, fan <laughs> Blues fan podcast. Blues fan podcast. Established. Oh no! Uh, 2011. 2011. We're yeah. Six years. This is our sixth season. 
Number six. So episode one, season we six. We even did one every week over uh, the summer one year. Yeah. Which that was tough. It was tough. Yeah. There was not a lot. They're, they're ready. They're coming over. All right. We're going to start trivia here. Boyfriend's watching. I can hear you guys laughing at the bar. Like, it sound like oh, nice. <laughs> oh, wait. You guys have boyfriends when you can't play? I don't anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So uh, tell us your name. I'm Jesse. This is Jesse. You probably can't see on the camera. Thank Lighting's God. not great, but, but these are very two very beautiful women. Thank you. Jesse and Aaron. Aaron. All right. I'm gonna turn my my laptop because this is the answers are on here. No cheating. Yeah. No cheating. I tried to bribe on me with you. <laughs> hey, I said I can buy. <laughs> it's not good to go against the owner of a blues bar. That's true. We got right. this. Positive there, thinking. There's pressure on Tom here. There's, yeah, I know. I'm like, what the heck? Terrible at trivia. We got we got five questions plus a bonus. Okay. All right. And it's multiple choice. Multiple choice. Yes. Okay. All right. So. Are we going to be like writing down the answers? Tell us what you think, right? Is that what it is? Well, I, yeah, we right, can, right. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to reveal the, reveal the answer right away. So you can think about the answer. Once you got it, then you say it. You got it, you say it. This is not high tech. Okay. So we'll just we'll just go with that, and you can say your answer, and then you can say yours. And uh, this is your place, so you get first, you can go first. Or do you want to go second? Your choice. I think you should go first. It is the home arena. Right. Yeah. In the shootout, yeah. you go first or second? Okay. <laughs> first? First? All right. All right, he'll go first. Okay. Here we go. Now, is this one-on-one-on-one, -on -one -on -one, or is this one-on-two? Are you guys a team? We need to be a team. Okay. All right, they're a team. All right, All right Tom, more pressure. Right. Hey. <laughs> okay. Question number one. Oh, this is the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill trivia shootout, by the way. Okay. Sponsored by the... Sports Sports awesome. What question one? What local radio station tried to lead the way to get Oakland Avenue renamed after the late Barclay Plager? If you didn't know, Oakland Avenue was the home of the old arena before it was torn down. So, what local radio station tried to lead the way to get Oakland Avenue renamed after the late Barclay Plager? A. KC95, B. KMOX, C. K Hits. I would have to guess B. You're gonna guess B. So Tom, let's write this down. Tom, you can go ahead and discuss. Says uh, B. We'll go first because I'm like, yeah, B. She said guys, B right away. All right. So. You guys said B. Okay. So B. You guys are the same. Okay. All right. So I will say that the. Should I just say answers now or after? After, okay. but I, I will say, keep in track. You guys are not tied. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if we're one zero or one. Yeah, right. right. You don't know we are tied. Right. <laughs> and then, so you guys are going to answer first. Yeah, they can do it first this time. Okay, yeah. take a turn. Okay, that's fair. I didn't think of that. Being fair. Right. You're the host here. I... <laughs> Question two: What happened? Twenty-one seconds into Shane Corson's first shift as a blue. A, he scored his first goal as a blue. B, he suffered a concussion. C, he took a penalty. A. I'm going to guess a concussion. Tom guesses concussion. That was C? That was B. That was B. Okay. Tom is A and a B. Yes. We are no longer tied. I will tell you that one of those is the correct answer. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. I guess we could have been tied. Yeah. Awesome. Question three. Now we go back to your turn. First, yeah. okay. Tom is first to first to act in this on this hand. Uh, question three. Tarasenko had 15 points in the playoffs last season. 
who tied him for the team lead in points. Actually, this was uh, two seasons ago. Tarasenko had 50 points in the playoffs two seasons ago. Who tied him for the team lead in points? A, Fabry, B, Bacchus, C, Schwartz. So this was the year they lost to the Sharks yep. in the uh, Western Final. A, go a with... Fabry, B, Bacchus, C, Schwartz. I'm going to go with C. Schwartz. C. Schwartz. All right. We're going to do uh, B. Bacchus. B. Bacchus. I believe one of those is correct. Taking your style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. It's neck and neck. <laughs> Which Lake of the Ozarks golf course was Eric Johnson at? when he injured his knee in 2008. A, the club at Portisima. B, Osage National. C, Old Kinderhook. B, Wounded Knee. Can you repeat the answer? <laughs> a, the club at Portisima. B, Osage National. C, Old Kinderhook. We're gonna go with B. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna go B. They say B, Osage National. I a fine will, course. I've golfed it. I will say A, Portisima. Portisima. Okay. Tom says A, Portisima. Question five. What beer? And this is Tom's question first. Yeah. What beer started sponsoring the Blues in 1975? So you being a bar owner. Yes. <laughs> you better know this one. A, Falstaff. B, Budweiser. C, Stag. I'm going to have to go with C, Stag. Tom says C, Stag. We're going with A. A. A, Falstaff. Okay. And the bonus question. Bonus question. Also known as the lightning round. Right. Do you have a round of one question? I guess yeah. Which takes the longest to drive to from Scott Trade Center? And Tom, question. The phone, his phone is ringing. Uh, which takes the longest to drive to from Scott Trade Center? Kevin Shattenkirk's hometown. Alex Petrangelo's hometown. Jaden Schwartz's hometown. That's a great question. That's a great question. That is a really a good question. question. <laughs> He's complimenting himself. I'll, re by the yeah, way. Right. I'll repeat. I'll repeat the question for Tom, since he had a phone call. Which takes the longest to drive to from Scott Trade Center? A. Kevin Shattenkirk's hometown. A. A. B. Petrangelo's hometown. C. Schwartz's hometown. Is it our turn or your turn? Okay, I think we're gonna go with Trangelo. B. They say B. Tom, what say you? Tom says A. Shattenkirk. Okay. And here are our results. We do have a winner. It's not a tie. We have Question one. But really, at the end of the day, everyone's winners. Everyone's winners. What local radio station tried to lead the way to get Oakland Avenue renamed after the Lake Berkeley Plager? The answer was A, KC95. 
you guys both said B. Right. Uh, question two. So zero zero. Question two. What happened? Twenty one seconds to Shane Corson's first shift as a blue. He suffered a concussion. Oh, it's oh, it is. I, I remember that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, I don't remember that. That's, yeah, that's, I do. I yeah. that's something I should remember. But that was a big deal. <laughs> 21 yeah. seconds yeah. in. He was the captain. Yep. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's a blues watch for you. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Mm. All right, question three. Tarasenko had 15 points in the playoffs two seasons ago. Who tied him for the team leading points? The answer is A. Fabry. Oh, you guys, we you guys both totally missed on that one. Yep. We're still one nothing, Tom. Right. Yes. Question four: Which Lake Bills golf course did Eric Johnson injure his knee? A. The Club of Portosima. Tom. Tom's up two nothing with two questions to go. Uh, question five: What beer started sponsoring the Blues in 1975? Answer is C. Stag. And I knew that because there's Paul's staff. That was 1975. But it was a fine effort. Thank you for playing, Tom. Congratulations. Thank you for playing, everybody. No problem. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Nice meeting you. Yeah, yes. very nice meeting All you guys. Right. Go Blues, right? Thank you. Yeah, Go Blues. Absolutely. That's right. This is our year. That's the yeah. <laughs> you say that every year. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Use it at your next cocktail party. I can't believe you did trivia without me. We did. Wait, Bill has joined the show. We did trivia without you. God uh, damn it! Tom competed against. Uh, <laughs> Tom competed against a couple of customers. <laughs> so did he win a Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill mug? Tom won his own mug. <laughs> oh, Bill! Yeah. Yep, there yeah, he is. Congrats. Oh, Bill! Hey, Tom. He says, "Hey." Yeah, we got we got headphones on, so Tom, maybe we can unplug this, and it's kind of loud in here. We can plug this, and maybe we can turn the volume up. We can hear. Yeah, I'm I'm picking up uh, everything that's going on in there. No, I can't hear you. Hang on, work. Well, Pierre Maguire is actually here with us, so that's why you're <laughs> picking that up. <laughs> what we need is we need uh, like a three or four uh, stereo headphone splitter to just let. Yeah, that'd be nice. Next time. Yep. Next time. So we did trivia early in the show. This week. Yeah, Bill, you lost. Say, you guys, <laughs> you guys wrapping it up already or what? Come no, on. no, we got Bill's we got, my hero, <laughs> beating everybody on a weekly basis. Tom's a Tom, twice. Yeah, like two yeah. winners. Yep. Yeah, I'm not gonna have yeah, Bill. Yeah, I'm. I'm keeping it. Keep it up from you having to give away too many mugs. He's saving you mugs. Uh, he's saving you mugs. <laughs> uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the SCL Blues History Twitter account. Um, this is uh, not May 4th. <laughs> That's wrong. Yeah, I was thinking that when I saw the outline. <laughs> June 21st. I was up by a little bit. Uh, June 21st, 1986. Jocelyn Lemieux was drafted in the first round by the Blues, which was 10th overall. Um, 2003, Tyson Nash was traded during the entry draft to the Phoenix Coyotes for a fifth-round pick 
that ended up being Lee Stemniak. That was a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think um, there was a Corey Stillman trade that year too, right? It was. They traded him for – was it on here? Uh, yeah, they traded him for David Backus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they drafted the Backus. Yeah. I remember both those trades turned out to be very good. It was. And Stillman knew – that was a salary dump, and they knew it was – he knew it was coming, and everyone knew it was coming. Uh, 2003, also, David Backus was selected uh, with the picks that we got uh, from the Stillman trade. In the second round, 62nd overall. And 2008, June 21st, Phil McRae was picked 33rd, and Jake Allen was picked 34th by the St. Louis Blues in the 2008 NHL entry draft. So that was a, you know, you know what? Where is Phil McCray nowadays? You know, that's a good question. Let's find out. <laughs> Should looked it up before. He, uh, there was one year there where he played about half the season with the Blues, didn't he? He, uh, he was, he was up for half the season, but didn't, they didn't play. I only played a whole lot. Let's see. He played. Oh, I was way off. Yeah, 15 games with the Blues, 2010-2011. Last season, he was with the Hartford Wolfpack of the AHL. Okay. They're the affiliate of the Rangers? Yep. I believe you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, today, the uh, NHL home opener dates and the opponents were uh, released before we talked about the uh, draft and stuff. Uh, the Blues will open the season on the road on October 4th against the Defending Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, our home opener is on October 7th versus Ken Hitchcock and the Dallas Stars. So, uh, well played, NHL. Well played. Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, should be interesting to see Ken Hitchcock folding his arms the entire game. <laughs> Did you see what he said about the uh, about meeting the Blues in, the game, in game one? No. About opening those in, in, in Scott Trade. He's like, well, I'm really looking forward to all the improvements of making a Scott Trade. <laughs> uh, Maybe he won't get lost again. This that's, <laughs> that's so Ken Hitchcock. Yeah. Remember that? Wasn't that it was his first game, right? Yeah, he, he got lost. He got <laughs> lost, and he ended up at the, uh, the auditorium. Have you you've been in the catacombs of the Scott Trade? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been down there. Have you seen the big, huge wooden door that is like, it was from the 50s or 60s? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's, it, I, I was down there one time, got lost. And because I, when I went to the press box one time, I came back down and got lost looking around. And it was a turn the corner. There's a huge barn door size looking door. And it looks like it's out of place completely. It looks like it's from the like 1800s. And I'm like, where does this go to? I guess the Peabody Opera House or something. The, the lead to the Peabody. Like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's so weird. I mean, yeah. it's not where the public can go, but it's just. Yeah. It is a very weird design. Um, I know that a couple times we went down for coaches' press conferences in the playoffs, and they didn't tell you that it was across the ring at their giant media rooms, not where they normally hold them. And uh, even guys who've been there three, four seasons were getting lost trying to find their way to it. It's a very strange setup. What did McDavid just win? Uh, the Hart Trophy. Hart Trophy. There you go. Good on him. Wow, he's, already a Hart winner. I hear he's pretty good. Hey, um, what were you guys doing at his age? Was he 20? 20? 20, I believe. 20? Um, I was uh, sneaking beer. 
Sega hockey. I was in college. See, I would have been PlayStation hockey and yeah. lots of drinking. Yeah, I know, <laughs> uh, it would have been uh, an HL 94, 95, and uh, yeah, other Sega classics instead of studying. The, how do we sound, Bill? This is our first remote gig. We sound uh, okay? Sound, sounds good to me. Okay. Um, you some great too. You do. Wait, did uh, did you guys cover uh, your beers? We did. What what do you have tonight? Do you have one? Uh, yeah. Apropos of everything, my beer tonight is. Let's see if I can get it in there. Founders Doom. Doom. <laughs> nice. Uh, as a tribute to the mood on Blue's Twitter tonight. Well played. Very nice. It's damn good. Well, spe speaking of uh, the upgrades, the upgrades uh, will be finished. They started uh, just like in the last couple days. And they'll be finished by mid-September. New Jumbotron, new ribbon board, new lighting, more LED screens. Uh, the Jumbotron will be 40 by 40, which is about two and a half times bigger than the old one. And it'll reach just inside one blue line to just inside the other blue line. So it'll be a good size. Uh, and they said that... Uh, after, if you count Joe Lewis going away, we had the smallest jumbotron in the NHL until this has been replaced. You know, that's crazy to think how, because you got to think, you know, when we that was brought up in what 2007 when they was, made the was, last renovation. Check its deal, right? Yeah, the check its renovations. Yeah, yeah I. It's crazy to think that it's already that years. outdated. Yeah, I mean, it was it was small at the time though. It was. It was it was one of the smaller ones at the time. It was nothing Still, special though, about it. I mean, it. I remember when it was brought out, they yeah. were like pitching how awesome it was. Like, oh, check out our new. You know what though? On. When it came out, I'm like, okay, it looks nice, but it's small. It was yeah. small compared to what a lot of teams had, and the ribbon board was nice. I would love to see a side by side of the Blues' current jumbotron and Dallas Cowboys. Oh god, yeah. that thing goes from like twenty to twenty, right. doesn't it? Yard line. It's crazy. Yeah. Seeing that, it, doesn't that yeah, it doesn't that like other than being at the Cowboys Stadium? Yeah, it would cover like the entire ice surface at Scott Tree. If it's oh, like the entire sweet. building. Oh, Bert just got handed a big wall. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch the camera view so you can see this. Well, you can't really see this, can you? It's too dark. Um, oh yeah, there, there, you I can, can see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. A big wall, eh? Big wall. Yeah. Tom brought me a big wall. We're down to our last dozen. Last dozen. So come in and get yourself a big wall tonight. <laughs> oh, I have one. I have an opener. Are you ready for it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt's always ready for a big wall. <laughs> He's got that tattooed somewhere. I do. <laughs> I do. I was ready. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I've never had a. Have you? You, you had a big wall, Bill, before? Um, no, I have not. <laughs> Man, I'm the only one on the show that's had a big wall. I don't know. I have it. Huh. Yeah, you have now. What do you think? And now you have. Instant reaction. That's good. I like it. Yeah. All right, so. It's no stag. I was told <laughs> that they're going to have another player next season. Okay. That's 1.6 ounces. It's a larger bear. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to um, be the big Havanoffs. What's that? Is the next one going to be called the Big Havanaugh? <laughs> see, see, okay, 1.6 ounces, that's 22 ounces. This is the Schottenkirk. 
So did I. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that they'll uh, try to do a jack beer next year. Uh, maybe. Maybe he'll be drinking one of the benches. Yeah. Is he on the bench? Is he just player development? Yeah, he's a he's player development. He won't be on the bench. Way to call me out on my joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, during practice, he may be drinking them. I hope so. So while while they're wrapping up the award ceremony and the draft picks, uh, we can talk about the Adidas jerseys. If you guys want to talk about yeah, that, yeah, let's, um, let's let's talk about them. Uh, this is from Adidas. This is a quote, and I quote: "We specifically created the jerseys for elite performance. We've designed the Adi Zero authentic NHL. That's a stupid name. Adi's Adi Zero. It's hard to say." Uh, authentic NHL jerseys to deliver advanced innovation and technical design for the world's best hockey players. Um, we build products for the creator athlete. The creator athlete. What does that mean? For the creator athlete. Anyway. I, I don't know. That, uh, that's making up words. Um, our mission is to help athletes perform better, and we look forward to making our on-ice our on debut this season with the new lighter, cooler, and stronger jerseys. So in other words, they're the Ivan Drago of hockey jerseys. <laughs> They are bigger, better, faster, stronger. Um, so okay. So first off, the Blues jersey. Not a lot of changes. White numbers. Um, the stripes on the shoulders may be a little shorter, or maybe just the the what I, an angle I was looking at. Maybe not. Uh, you like white numbers, Jeff? Uh, you know when they first released the jerseys, I saw the picture and I instantly hated it and thought, eh, not my thing. But we were talking about this earlier. The more I see them, the more I'm okay with them. And the more I think that once game two or game three of the season hits, I'm not even going to notice them. It's not going to be a big deal. I don't like to like really give it a, a strong opinion on jerseys until I see them on the ice, on the players in action. Because that makes a difference, and you know, with the with the pants and everything, and the and the just, it, 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 they look different on the ice than they do like on a mannequin. So I'll, what, what Tom? What do you? As long as they keep advertising off it, they're they they'd have to butcher them for me to. I think that's coming eventually. That's coming. You know, soon. a lot of people have said that they yeah. feel like they've cleaned up the jerseys with that purpose in mind, you know, make sure there's going to be room for that. There'll be a, there'll be a small, it happen. small patch or something. It won't be European stuff, but yeah. yeah. Like soccer. Or, yeah, like soccer. Like Emirates yeah. Airlines on every single one. Bill, what's your what's your take on the white numbers? you a fan or no? Um, I, Whatever. It, it, it doesn't – it's a change. You know, jerseys change, and I think, you know, I think what – what we'll have to get used to, uh, you know, as fans, and I'm surprised we haven't already, because how many of us have five different iterations of a Blues jersey at this point? It's 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 a, a monetary thing for the the teams. Change the jerseys, sell more jerseys. It's what it is. Um, you know, I I'm not going to be you know such a purist to say that if they uh, you know when the time comes that they add advertising to uh, you know add sponsors or whatever to jerseys, I won't buy them. I mean, I, you know, it, it's just it's where it's going. If it's you know if they can get the non-hockey revenue to help the hockey team, I'm all for it. But this is the this is the first time they've had white numbers aside from their third jerseys. 
the third year they had uh, the past right. seven years. Right, the, the navy blue right, with yeah. the arch logo, which is which I think no the white numbers I think the white numbers work on those jerseys very well. Yeah, they look great. But I think um, my first impression with these jerseys, you know, being a designer and a visual guy that I am, uh, the white nameplate on the back, the white numbers, and the the white stripe on the on the bottom on the tail. The, the top one is the white stripe. So you got white stripe, white numbers, white name, um, and it just—it's a lot of white for me. I'm not a—I'm not a first impression. Not liking it as much as the yellow. I agree. Yeah. So, but then again, at the same time, when it's game ten of the season, you really think you're going to be no. Caring and and, I, and I like it more now than yesterday. Yeah, so that's that's what I said. It, it's right. a—it's an adjustment thing. Right, and the one the one detail that you're never going to see that I absolutely love, and that oh the numbers, yeah, yeah, it's like the only real change, right? Yeah, the the one thing the one detail that I absolutely love and that's going to cause me to go buy a jersey is flag? the flag on the inside. You're you're not going to yeah. see that on the ice, but that is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I, I yeah, love they, that. They I love that detail. Yeah. Well, that started. Did that start with the Team USA the Olympics? Because uh, the a Blues. A couple years ago, yeah. The Blues and, put the established 1967, and the, and the, it's right. like over there. Well, who would be it? This is completely off topic here, but you know what would be a really good guest for this show? Is the aesthetics guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You guys know aesthetics. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should get yeah. him on sometime and ask him about this kind of stuff. You know him? No. <laughs> but this is an established show. Right. right. There's six years. Six seasons, right. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we're we doing this show at the Boone Sports Bar and Grill, so we've hit big time. Yeah, right. Right. So, so a couple of things that I saw on the Twitters today uh, about the jerseys. Um, so in 2018-2019, uh, 26 of the 31 teams will have an alternate jersey. So yep. they're they're only there's only going to be a year where they I'm aren't. I'm guessing, there. I'm guessing Detroit won't, Montreal won't. I guess the original, the original or the original teams probably won't. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and who knows that that's counting you know like outdoor uh, outdoor games because um, there are always always special jerseys for that. Um, those aren't but, those aren't third jerseys. Those are event jerseys. Right. right. Which and, the Blues were not. They were they they were not. The they third, couldn't wear them in the playoffs they because they were playoffs if they wanted to, because they were labeled as event jerseys and not third jerseys, and those have a limited number of wears in them, and the Blues used them up during the season. Otherwise, they turn into a pumpkin. Right. And right. Right. Yeah. And and Gary Bettman's asshole shrivels up. <laughs> Um, that never happens. Yeah. So the the other thing um, that I I saw on Twitter today, and I think it might have been, it was either um, NHL by Design or Aesthetics, uh, uh, tweeted that uh, a it was a retweet of um, Fanatics has a uh, a fan only jersey that will be released in September. Uh, so it's it's the monetary thing. So. I don't know. Did you guys see that? I did not. So you know, I guess you know how they have now the uh, the different tiers of jerseys. They have the uh, what is it the uh, the authentic, um, and I forget what they call the uh, you know the, the the one without the bike strap. But I guess they're they're going specifically to a fan only jersey, which I I don't know. 
Okay. You mean if the CCM replicas back in the eighties? <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought during uh, you know during the uh, the most recent the the Reebok era because they had that the um, the authentics and then I forget what they called the uh, the other ones, but I don't know. I guess it's it, maybe it's not a huge change, but you know the marketing's already out there, and that's that's what drives jersey decisions. So let's talk about the the winners and losers for Jersey Day. <laughs> the, the, my, okay, here, here's here's a couple that I like. Um, yeah, let's go positive first. Positive first. Let's yeah, and then because I think we all can have the same negative. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the wild jerseys personally. Yes. Uh, I think uh, I like the color scheme here. It's it's simple design. Uh, the the band of white that, that goes behind the logo is nice. The off white band. Um, and needed otherwise that's, that's a green logo on a green jersey. It look weird, but uh, I, and I'm probably going to be one of the few to say this. I like the Islanders jersey. It's just I, I like the it looks it's a it's a classic looking jersey. It's I like I've always liked the logo. It personally, so uh, the same thing with you know St. Louis, Montreal, the Hawks, uh, Pink, Pittsburgh, Boston, Buffalo, Detroit, Philly. They all have that classic look going on. Right. So uh, that's it's going to look good. They, they didn't screw anything up. The, the the two that I liked first of all was uh, uh, Minnesota. I agree. Um, I love their look. The, uh, I'm going to also throw in the Avalanche, who uh, kind of went back to their old classic look, which I think was a good idea. Uh, maybe it'll bring back a winning culture to them. Probably not. Um, and then uh, I like the new Edmonton, uh, the orange. They're going to orange for home games, and I just love that look. I've always loved that look. And, uh, yeah, just the, the way the, the white and the black stripes work with the orange, I think it looks beautiful. And then uh, we'll get into the negatives in a second because I know Bill wants to throw something in. But for a positive, for the Devils jersey, with the uh, the cup winning years, uh, how about that? Did you see that? I didn't see that. No. Yeah, their their cup winning years are uh, across the collar, which is really cool. What do you got? What yeah. do you, which ones are you a fan of, Bill? Um, so I, I'm, I, you know, Montreal did. You know, it's never going to mess too much with the uh, with what they have, but. I don't know. Do, do they have? Do they have the uh, the tie up at the top? I I couldn't really tell from the uh, the pictures I saw. Oh, does anybody have a tie at the top? Montreal yeah, I, I, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, they they three or four. Um, okay. Yeah, so it, it looked a little bit weird, but you know, it's it's they you know obviously aren't going to screw up with the the most classic jersey in hockey. So I'm happy on that front. Um, I, I did I did like what I saw of the Wild, um, and. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys talked about it already or not, but I, I do kind of dig the uh, the Golden Knights jerseys. I, I think it's you know a kind of a it's a, a different color scheme and it's it's not something that's totally obnoxious. So um, good on them. Okay, so, so can we go negatives now? Let, let's go negatives. Right, well, I, this is the Vegas Golden Knights. So so we're gonna have okay, we're gonna fight. Um, yeah, Bill. I mean, I. I thought that they were going to hit a home run with those Vegas Golden Knights jerseys. Um, I think Kurt's in the same boat as me that I, it looks like a team Germany Jersey. And I'm not a fan of that. Um, I feel like they just kind of copied the Jersey design. I don't know what they could have done differently. The only thing that comes to mind is that you think about the old blues jerseys, the clown jerseys, we call them from the late nineties. Um, I feel like in 10 years, Vegas fans are going to say, why the hell do we ever have red in our jerseys? 
I just think it's unnecessary. It doesn't go with it. It's a weird mix. And I don't like the home jersey, how it's got the the gray and then the black, stri- like, giant stripe, whatever you call that, along the arms and the and the bottom. Just not a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights. Feel free yeah. to counter, Bill. Well, my counter is that they're the Golden Knights, whereas the Nashville Predators are the Golden Showers. So, <laughs> Which, you know, it's funny. I absolutely... <laughs> Like that—that's—that's that's what I was afraid that the Knights were going to do was go with some, you know, god awful audacious gold <laughs> color, but no, Nashville took care of that for us. I—I—I I, I, I was thinking that the uh, the Predators are going to look like a, a bunch of pea puddles skating on the ice. Yeah, there's the yellow jerseys and the yellow helmet and the yellow gloves and it's just all yellow and it's just like oh my god. I saw somebody tweet today that that has gotten such bad feedback that they think that it's going to be changed by the start of the year. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think no. they're setting it. They've already designed these jerseys. They're already made to sell. So, yeah, they're going to roll in the next year with those jerseys, and I think they're hideous. Yeah, well, I mean, do you think that the feedback is driven just on the jersey release or the fact that the entire world had to watch that during the Stanley Cup Finals this year? I mean, yeah, they're slightly different, but that fucking color scheme is just – it's ridiculous. It, it, you know, at least back when they had the uh, the mustard thirds, they didn't wear yellow helmets. It's just overboard with that. It's I, it's just disgusting. Yeah, and, and they got rid of some of the detailing too. Um, you know, it they went more for a plain look. They got rid of a lot of the more blue color, um, which again, I'm not a fan of the mustard yellow, but. At least the blue along the the top collar, it it added something to it, and it made it a little more appealing. Now right. it's just almost straight mustard yellow, which is just disgusting. Well, it's and it's not even mustard yellow; it's piss yellow, like you guys said. You know, it looks like, and there's no there's no stripes on this. I mean, the, there's no stripes on the elbow anywhere. It's just a, a long yellow sleeve with a, a, a spot on the bottom. It looks like. It it really looks like one of those quote jerseys that's not really a jersey that you'd find on the rack at Walmart for twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, made out of cotton. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a, this is a mock jersey. It's not really a jersey. It's long sleeve, three quarter sleeve, whatever. And it's got the logo and it's made to look like a jersey, but it's not a jersey. Right. The the gift that your grandma that doesn't know a thing about hockey <laughs> gets you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, and along the same lines. The, uh, the New Jersey Devils jersey, um, I gave him the compliment on the collar, but that somebody tweeted a picture of that jersey side-by-side side with one of those crappy long-sleeve shirts you can buy on NHL.com. <laughs> it was the exact same look. And it's like somebody just took that long-sleeve jersey shirt and turned it into a jersey. And it just, ugh, not a good look. Cheapens it. Here's- yeah, very cheap. Here's here's mine. The uh, I I didn't like Calgary's, um, and not nothing to do with like the the, the crest or the or the front of it, but for the longest time now, Calgary has had a problem with stripes, where where there's horizontal stripes at the bottom and also diagonal stripes going towards the logo, and they have stripes going under the, the stripe. There's stripes going under the arms on the sides of the jersey from the bottom, which is just weird to me. So the and so I was I made a point. To look at Calgary's jersey, think, okay, what's Calgary going to do with stripes this time? And they put stripes 
on the sides of the jersey up the side, which you know, yeah, nitpicking yeah. maybe, but I don't like it. I hate it. I, they they, yeah, they, no. they screw up stripes every time they get a new jersey. Right, and that that was the other one that I was going to point out. With, as far as negatives was Calgary's just yeah they they made they've to your point Kurt they have made mistakes on every jersey redesign and the ones that the they Kings. they had when they made the the cup run just hideous hideous striping oh. and and they brought it back yeah I mean, they, not uh, not the exact thing the but one, they did more hideous striping the one jersey that they ever made that I liked, and maybe I'm crazy for saying this, is that old like orange red one that they had in the eighties and they oh. brought it back for a short period yeah. there, like uh, about three or four years right. ago as a third. Yeah. I love that one. That was the best the jersey. Horse one. Oh yeah, yeah. no, oh, the, horse. the horse. The the the, the simple one. The C, stripes at the bottom, stripes in the elbows, orange uh, uh, uh reddish orange, uh yellow and white stripes. Yep. I loved it. It was, it was a simple. It was Those a, were great. They their should best, have, they their should best have went, jersey by far. They should have went with what the Oilers did and just went with a jersey like that, uh, not the, these. Here we go. I'm trying to show uh, Tom. Yeah. Those. Those were great. Yeah. Simple. Got flamed. Yep. There was a guy I was, t- I was telling Jeff before the show. Put My computer's running slow. But he, he broke down the, the jerseys, each one of the new jerseys, and he was like, uh, commenting on that jersey and which the what's the best jersey this team has ever had and stuff like that and and uh, he his comment on the Blues was they had and they lost and it was the clown jerseys with the oh, red, big right. red patch at the bottom. Right. No, I like, yeah, I I I'm like, believe dude, how is, he was off had. on so many jerseys. Yeah. I'm like, okay. He said that he also like he said the Kings have never had a bad jersey. Yeah, he goes. I'm like, <laughs> what? They, I, I've hated almost every jersey they've ever had ever. Yeah. Me too. He, him and I, yeah. I, I, of course, you know, you know me. I gotta, re, I gotta respond to it. So, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't uh, to each his own. But yeah, I disagree with you on a lot of these. And yeah, you're just wrong. Yeah, I bet he yeah. would have loved that jersey <laughs> that that Keenan killed. Oh, the uh, the uh, trumpet, the trumpet. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah, jersey. I, you know what? That jersey. There was an era of that jersey where. The Kings had a ridiculous king oh, with a yeah. swoosh thing, and the Ducks had a a, a, a duck dressed in goalie gear yeah. and crashing through ice. What like, was the uh, oh the Kings God. had one with a lion too, didn't they? I thought it was a was it a lion? I thought it was a king head. It was a king head too. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they had one with a lion at some point. Yeah, the the lion was on the uh, the shoulder. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> of course. And I of course I think it was where, I think it was on the, the lion. King. Yeah. I think it was on the, the Lion King jersey. <laughs> That's the question. Uh, why is there a lion on a King's jersey? I guess because Kings? I don't know. I'm making stuff up. Uh, where is it? That's not, is King it? of the Jungle. God damn. Come on, Kurt. Awful. It's just awful. King of the Jungle. Very nice. You never got that? No, I didn't. You never, I never got it. Wow. 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 Okay. That's not it. Um, that might be it. Anyway, uh, oh, I'm seeing a King's thong here. <laughs> it's on Google image search. Of course. You uh, you type in Los Angeles King's Lion and a thong comes up. All right. We'll remember that for our 200th show. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get certain people commenting on the show wanting us to wear thongs. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. No, thank you. <laughs> on that note. On that note. 
Um, because we had, I was, Tom, we had a request for to, for us to wear uh, speedos during the show. Eesh. And we That's did it. That's not happening here. <laughs> <laughs> You've got codes and things to buy yes. by. Hey. Decency codes. Right. He, he would have to get a special on. permit for the night. Someone can't come in here wearing a wearing a, a speedo. Um, I mean, with shoes. With shoes. Be welcomed in. What about Bill? <laughs> Bill. Because you reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Yes. Right? So you would turn away Sorry, Bill and Speedo. I I think that there was only one of us that went full Speedo on that show, and it was not me. Who would that have been? I don't know. It wasn't me. I had I wore mine over my jeans. But I retract that. If he wants to wear it on his head, that would be okay. All right, there you go. Outside beat it. Yeah, the, the so last... you wear it in on your head, and then you go to the bathroom and change. Yeah, the uh... if you're just if you're just joining us, we're here at the Boone Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, Tom, the owner, is with us here. Uh, it's kind of to us. Broadcast from here tonight during the awards ceremony and the uh, draft. And uh, Tom's sitting on the show and uh, enjoying every minute, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the host of thing. So yeah, so so the host of thing. So you, Bill, um, Bill, you think it's a you think it's a conspiracy? Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. He's you know. Maybe there, maybe there's something medical to it, but it just so happens that the the majority of his contract is now paid out. He's a millionaire year guy the rest of the way. Come on, it, there's something there, and um, you know the the Hawks need, you know, will need cap room even with the cap going up. So, you know, convince him to go ahead and you know effectively retire but stay on the books, trade the contract to to Phoenix, it all works out. You, I, that's, that seems like an awful big thing to get hosts would agree to. If, I mean, I, I would assume he doesn't want to retire. That why would you, why would you assume that though? NHL, the NHL is going to want to investigate this. I mean, I know that uh, a lot they? of conspiracy. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, do they? Do they really want to investigate this? I mean, it's the Blackhawks, so they don't. Well, listen, I know a lot of conspiracy theorists would say that, but I mean, come on, that's favoritism at its finest yeah but but it also helps prop up phoenix if that if that part of the deal happens phoenix is a failing yeah. franchise that should die at this He's point right. and they won't let it happen <laughs> i hate when bill's right i don't know I, that seems like a that's if someone gets busted that's a big deal no i agree but it, it, i do it's, see what bill's but, saying but, but i, I, I love, love the conversation it. though Who's yeah. gonna bust them? That's the thing. Nobody, nobody has an interest in busting them for this happening. A player keeps getting paid. A franchise, you know, gets cap space. The other franchise would gets would you, you know, debt relief? Would you agree that's a very strange way to go about doing it, though, and say it's an allergic reaction to equipment? Uh, yeah, but but, <laughs> but the NHL can say whatever the fuck it wants, you know. So, yeah, but here's the problem though, that if if he he's not done playing hockey, I doubt Marion Host is like, I'm ready to completely stop playing hockey for you guys. Yeah, I feel like I've got this skin disease. Cause he if this if this is all a farce, he's gonna go over to Czech Republic, Slovakia, Russia, whatever, and he's gonna want to go play hockey over there. If that happens, it's obvious it was a lie, and the Blackhawks are in a lot of trouble. Well, he's—they say he's going to retire. He's not playing this year at all. 
Yeah. It's already. <clears throat> Which that opens the door for him after this year. I guess. What so. I'm saying is like if they even after this year, if he goes and plays hockey again, that shows the Blackhawks were liars. Well, no. a skin disease. Well, it could have cleared up. I mean, you could, I mean, you know. I, I, it, it, I just because it's a skin disease for this season doesn't mean it's something that's going to happen for the rest of his life. Wow. We'll see, yeah. I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, any... I like it, though. I like the conspiracy theory. Yeah. I, I like I what just... goes on. It's the Blackhawks. I'd love I just just like when Kane was in in hot water with that that girl that ended up not being true. I was like, you know what? I don't wish that on anybody, but I kind of want Kane to get in trouble for something. So, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I just I, I don't like being the conspiracy theory guy, but in this case, the you know the the NHL, I it it I don't believe that it is a fair league. I mean, anybody who watched the uh, the officiating in this this year's playoffs, you know, if you believe that you know the officiating is good, you know, a league that wants to be the best in the world is going to to stop these kinds of things from happening. It's going to address, you know, horrible officiating uh, in you know on the biggest stage, but. The league, I just, I don't think it, it really cares. I don't think it has a vested interest in making things, you know, right and fair. But as long as they're making money, right? I don't know. I, I hate the way I sound when I, when I keep talking this way. But I, I just, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just getting to the point where I'm completely jaded about the NHL. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Give me a tinfoil I, hat. I'll shut up. <laughs> um, you want to talk about the draft? Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> um, Vegas has a team now. Do you have a list in front of you of who the team is? I don't. They uh, uh, Vegas selected 14 forwards, nine defensemen, three goaltenders. Uh, they had to select a minimum of 20 players who were in the contract for the 2017-18 season. And they must select the uh, must have selected players with an aggregate expansion draft value that is between sixty to one hundred percent of the prior season's upper limit for the salary cap. Um, and they may not buy out any of the players selected in the expansion draft earlier than the summer following its first season. So uh, the Blues lost. Shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, right? At this point, David Perron. So, is that who you expected, Bill? Um. Well, yeah. After they left him unprotected, yeah, he he was the the best player available um, from the team, and um, you know he's a journeyman. He'll be able to you know fill whatever role Vegas needs the first year. Um, I don't like it, but yeah, I totally expected it to be Perron. See, here's what I wanted to do. I see. I would have, and I, I said this on Twitter. I said this on our show in the season. I would have protected Brodziak. Uh, and and uh, uh, I would have protected Perron, and no, what did I say? I would have protected Perron, and exposed. Who was it? Reeves. Because Re- no, I had I had Reeves and Brodziak protected. Uh, Jeff said that it's like, yeah, there's not a lot of forwards you want to protect. <laughs> I I seriously. Could come up with five to six tops. Yeah. I couldn't come up with seven. Yeah. 
I mean, you could put it to prawn. I mean, but but then, but, then, but I but, didn't want to. But see, here's the thing: that you want that salary cleared. I mean, you want some salary cleared at this point. And if it's not going to be Laterra, Perron's like the second best option to salary-wise for the Blues to get rid of. So I, I, I still would. I, you know, I. Would you think Reeves would have been taken? You yes. think we, you think you think you do? Yeah. I think he would have. So, okay. Yeah. Is the salary yeah. cap going up next? Like four million? Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. going up yeah. to seventy-five. You got to look at Reeves as a guy who can fill in on any fourth line in the NHL at his cheap rate. And I mean, because that was something I was listening to another podcast talking about. Well, what's what's the need for Reeves? That guy's just a fighter. No, he's not just a fighter. No. He's one of the best fourth he, liners in the NHL. He got playoff time. He got he got a decent amount of playoff game time. You know, yeah, I had a conversation he's a, he's on. He's an energy guy. He's yeah. a guy you wanted your fourth. And he line. play. And he, he he's Very a good player. Yeah. He is very underrated. Yeah, he and he's a he's a he had a good season, and he was rewarded with playoff time. He's never had playoff time, in, in his career, and he 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 had this year, and he was and it's and he played well. No, he's not a fantastic player, but as a fourth line guy, he's a really good fourth line player. Yep. And he's, he's a hell of a teammate. Too. Yes, he is, and he's a good fighter if need be, a really good fighter. Yeah, and he's and with the with what this team lost last season. Up front, in terms of toughness, with Packers, Brower, and Hot, right. even yeah, you can't lose Reeves too. And the next year, going with who's the Blues' toughest player at that point? David right. Perron. Same with Ballerinas. He acts like he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, so right was, now they've got the list of forwards up. On uh, if you, I don't know if uh, you guys switch over to NHL Network. Are you guys still watching the uh, America's Cup? We're not really watching anything. Uh, yeah. I think the cup's on the TV, yeah. Yeah. So, it should be on NHL.com. So, here, let me pause it. Let me pull, let me pause it, and I'll read the uh, the list of players that they got, unless you guys have it. Oh, you mean the, the players they selected? Yeah, the uh, forwards that Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll roll through it real quick. We got acquired. Timo Polkanen from the Coyotes, William Carrier of the Sabres, Tomas Nosek from the uh, Red Wings, Cody Eakin from the Stars, Jonathan Marcheseau from the Panthers, Connor Brickley from the Hurricanes, Chris Thorburn of the Jets, Pierre Edouard Bellamare from the Flyers, Hello, who? Uh, James Neal from the Predators, Brendan Leipzig from the Maple Leafs, Peron from the Blues, Oscar Lindbergh from the Rangers, Eric Halla from the Wild, William Carlson from the Blue Jackets, and that's it. Uh, and so. Via trade, they also acquired David Clarkson's contract because we know he's never playing in the NHL again. Uh, Mikhail Grabowski, Nikita Gusev's rights, although likely um, that he he may not come over next year from the K. Um, Riley Smith from Florida and Alex Tooch, who was uh, part of the the Hall deal. So I, I do think that in that list, they take Ryan Reeves. I think he's their fourth line guy, and I think that for what the Blues need in terms of grit and toughness and energy guys, three, I would rather that they keep Reeves and lose Perron. No, I my the sticking point and, for me on Perron is giving up 47 points. Uh, you know, yeah, we didn't have Fabry for a full season, but where are you going to replace 47 points? Reeves isn't going to give that to you. 
Um, so now you're, maybe maybe it's you know Armstrong really you know signed Perron you know just because he was the only guy that would come here. Um, now he's got to find another guy like that this offseason, right? I mean, or, or is he expecting that you know that those minutes are going to be eaten up by Barbershop? I don't know. Well, I know that he's got the production, but at the same time, he to me brings a lot of negative aspects to his game. He's still an offensive zone penalty machine. He doesn't play well with anyone on this team, so I'm happy to see him go. I think you, yeah, there's 47 points gone, but again, you're gonna have a full season of Fabry, hopefully. There's a chance to go out and get somebody relatively cheap in. You, you got to think Barbashev's going to make an impact too. Barbashev's going to be a difference maker. You got to think as much as we like to dog the guy, Yuri Latera is going to have a better season. I mean, I think that they're going to find ways to fill that. Wait, 21 points last year was it? What do you have? Something like that, ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, it's a lot of money per point. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I still in my head, but it's bad. I still think the right option with Laterra is just bury his ass in the minors. I agree. It's a lot of money in the minors. Four yeah. point, was it 4.6? 4.7? Well, isn't that, isn't that what the cap went up this year? I, you know, I know, the, the, <laughs> I know it's not a cap issue for the blues. It's an actual money issue uh, because you know, small market and, uh, you know, small ownership group. But yeah, if there's a way to bury him in the minors, they, really should do it i think the only reason they're not doing that is because if they do that they know there's absolutely zero percent chance he gets traded if he's yeah. on the team even if he's scratched they can say hey he's an nhl talent so this guy has some trade value seventh yeah, but, round pick maybe yeah but if he's never gonna get traded what's the what's the difference i agree uh, he, not, I, mean, but I think that's the only reason he's up is that off chance the blues would have to eat some of that salary and they'd have to yeah, they, I mean that's and they don't do that. The Blues don't need salary. They don't buy out contracts. They don't do that. Yeah, because they can't afford it. No, they've never done that ever. Have they? They've never bought a contract out. No. And they never. Have they ever absorbed? They did. They bought out Jim Key. Yeah, that that is right. That is right. They have one year left. Huh? They have one year left when they did one that? or two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about Brewer? No. No, they didn't buy. Him. No, they, that was. Uh, should have right away sign him and buy him out oh dallas drake too i think he retired no he went to the no oh that's right he did didn't he you're right but they had a they they, no his his contract i thought it it wasn't a buyout yeah i thought because there was like a farewell game for them he knew he knew he wasn't gonna be resigned or something and he it was like almost like a half-hearted like goodbye thing where they knew he wasn't gonna come back Something like that. And the following season, they didn't have a captain in honor of Dallas Drake, which was stupid. Remember that? What? The following season after Drake left. Right, right. They, they didn't, no they, they didn't have a Drake. captain yeah, that was because ridiculous. of respect Drake. I'm like, what? How stupid is that? I get if you like the guy, you want to pay him. Don't go captainless because you want to honor him. He was him. bought out. That's stupid. Was he really? Yeah. By the Blues on June 26, 2007. Okay. I stand corrected about the buyouts then. I didn't think they. I don't recall those. I do. I remember that because I was excited because at that point I hated Drake. He was. I, he just never. I liked him before he became captain. Once he became captain of that bad team, he just started whining. That's probably what it was. And, That's probably what it was. But the team itself was just terrible. He wasn't just... a physical player anymore at that point. He was too old. He wasn't able to throw his body around like he used to. 
That team was awful. That team was one of the worst teams I've seen a lot of. Yep. Awful. Mike Glumack. Mike Glumack. They bought out Mike Glumack? No, I'm just saying Mike Glumack. Right. Mike Glumack was a contributor to that team, right? Yep. Well, he was on the team. I wouldn't say contribute too much. (laughs) Nobody was really a contributor. Even Steve Wagner. So was Dean. Right. Steve. uh, Dean McCammon. Dean McCammon. That was our big contract. Yeah. Oh, wow, right. when you when you get excited about a Dean, Mc, Dean McCammon trade uh, <laughs> signing, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching him in one of the uh, the early games that year because you know that was the only year I ever had season tickets. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but uh, I they remember watching him. He, uh, uh, they were, and somehow they decided they were going to raise the price for the following season. Um, and I just kind of laughed when I got that. But uh, I remember uh, uh, McCammond uh, used a, a red stick uh, that stood out against all the, the, the blue and the white. And um, I remember him just – he walked down the wing one time and just unleashed a slap shot goal. And I'm like, oh, well, he did something for us, and that was about all he did the rest of that season. Just ridiculous. My favorite team McCammon – moment was in the Stanley Cup final, I believe, against the Ducks, and Chris Pronger laid that oh, disgustingly yeah. nasty hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was, was out. Awesome. That was he so was great. <laughs> Every Blues fan cheered at that moment. I saw that highlight not too long ago, actually. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah, he was out. That's bad. It's like career-ending kind of thing. Yeah, so you Jeez. feel bad a little, but at the same time, you're like, man, Chris Pronger, that guy was, was the man. God. Um, so I guess we're going to have a lot of trades announced tomorrow. We're going to do a show tomorrow at 9 a.m., everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, speaking of early shows, I'll be on the uh, I'll be on uh, Randy Molman's show Friday morning. I don't know what time yet. On, uh, KTR, on uh, at KTRS. <laughs> on uh, KFNS and Inside STL. So probably 6 a.m., something like that. Nice, bright, and early. Wonderful. We're talking hockey, talking draft, talking loss of prawn. So if you're up early, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, what a show! <laughs> Wait, did we just did we just hit that moment? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, we got uh, well, next up. We got uh, I got who knows on the show notes. So we so from what we know from the Vegas Golden Knights first night in the NHL with a roster, where do they finish next season? Let's go oh. with Tom first. What do you think? Just missed the playoffs. Oh yeah, I think they're uh, going to be battling for a wild card. Possibly. Best case scenario for them, anyway. I think so. I could see that. I uh, I have a friend that tweeted me and or, or messaged me and asked, say, okay. who, uh, how bad are the Knights going to be? And I said, I, I don't think they're going to be as bad as the Avalanche or the, uh, the even the Coyotes, but I could see them finishing anywhere in their division from fourth to seventh. I'm going to say, I'm going to say. 24 wins. Wow. That's what I'm saying. So you think they're going to be pretty bad? Yeah. I'm thinking they're not going to be great. 
Yeah, based based but, on the roster that I saw tonight, I'm I'm right there with Kurt. I think they're going to be bottom dwellers. Um, you know, unless they've uh, they've got a trade in place for that David Clarkson contract. Why does a first year team take on that contract other than just to get to the floor? They're going to struggle. Oh, we didn't talk about the uh, the pending Blackhawks trade, did we? No. That, uh, Go ahead. No, I didn't. I didn't see the. I, who was it? Kruger? Yeah, they're getting yeah. Marcus Kruger. Oh, they did. They did. Oh, in. Is it done already? Done deal? Or is it coming? That's I the rumor. I saw that I believe it's done. And it's not announced yet. Right, it's, not it's not official. Yeah. Okay. So someone else is talking about Blackhawks. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard that they were going to take Van Riemsdyk. And the uh, Blackhawks said, well, you're not going to take him because we're going to trade him first. And they said, but if you want to take him, you got to take Kruger first. Now. Uh, which is interesting that they kind of the Blackhawks kind of held the cards there, but I guess it makes sense because they wanted to get it out from under that Kruger contract, which they got out of Kruger and Hosa. Yeah, well, not yet with Hosa. Bill's right; they're going to. <laughs> <laughs> they got lawyers in tow. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. Oh. That, unless you guys have something to add. No. Our next I, show. I, oh, yeah, our next show is gonna be I don't know uh, when something happens. Uh, when is that? What day July is it? First. July first. Maybe we'll have a the show in a couple weeks. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple weeks. We get yeah. welcome here. Okay. There you go. We gotta get Bill out next time. <clears throat> Yeah, just uh, don't do it on a night when I have softball and I'm good. Bill and I now live about, we were close before. Now we live like what, what was it like three or four minutes apart, Bill? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if uh, if there was a, a road through a farmer's field, it would be like a minute. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll carpool over. You guys pick me up on the way. It's not on the way. It's not on the way. It's, on the way. <laughs> it's, not on the way it's like, I don't know maps. I'm not good with directions. But I'm thinking not so much. Okay. Um, well, thanks to Tom Grill for, for having us here. Uh, it was a good time. Um, and it actually worked fairly well, except for our connection issue that we had for a second. But uh, yeah, got the mics worked out, which was a concern of mine, getting the mixer and the mics. We haven't done this before. Oh, actually, we did. We did this the first season. We did the same equipment we used the first season. So, but it's been years. So, um, I guess that will do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. So, real quick, um, how can they connect with you, the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill, on social media? Uh, Facebook page is the best. We keep it updated pretty much on a daily basis. We got a website. I neglected terribly <laughs> i just recently put that we were open after about two months of being open uh just out of laziness but uh facebook for sure and then uh, you're on twitter as well i don't know how much you use that but next to never one of my employees got that set up so. we that's that most of our stuff is on twitter that's how we interact on twitter yeah we uh we just followed each other tonight so i'll give you the well, I'll give you the uh, username. 
Never mind. For some reason, it's not in there. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Bill, you, do you you don't have it by hand, do you? Uh, no idea. Twitter handle. Their Twitter handles. Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill. I, Here it is. Blue Note Sports. One word, obviously. So follow them. Blue Note Sports. On well, Twitter. we got 178 followers. Yeah. Well. Well, you're following 108. Oh, okay. You got, you got 19. 19 <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That needs to be promoted, and uh, if people know about it, yeah. They would follow. I mean, hell, we got... How many we have? We have, like, a couple hundred? No. That's me. Pers- my personal side. We have 12? <laughs> I'm more than that. We have uh, 892. Yeah. So, if we can get that many... Yeah, we're... You. Yeah, you guys are better than yeah, us. That's right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have 1,900 followers. You guys are definitely so you're in, Oh, I don't know. I think you guys, <laughs> you've proved. Yeah, but he wears Speedos on YouTube That's channels. True. So. That's true. That plus gets me he, a lot of followers. Plus, you tweeted 23,000 times. <laughs> right. I think we were at like 16 or yeah, 18. Something like that. <laughs> so I guess we'd have to be involved to actually get followers. <laughs> that is how it works. And half, and half of Ponder's followers are like 60-year-old women. So oh, that's true. Lovely. I do entertain the old folks' homes. Lonely Widows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look me up, ladies. <laughs> Good show, boys. What time are you close, Dom? Uh, midnight. Okay. All right. I say, I don't, we're not keeping you open, are we? No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, so don't forget to check out the Bruno Sports Bar and Grill in Maryland Heights, Missouri, please, uh, if you're in the area. So, uh, and check us out on Twitter at LGB Radio. You can check myself out on Twitter at Kurt Price, JPonder94, and Bill Day is at Billy Blue Note. So, check that out. And uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's go, Blues. Let's go, Blues. Thank you to our guests as well for joining us for trivia. Yeah. Yes. That was, I had fun. I assume they had fun. Lovely ladies. (laughs) They had fun. They look like they had fun. All right, well, good show, boys. Let's go Blues and screw the Golden Knights. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally, literally. And the Cheating Hawks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? Only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.